Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica Loomis, and I'm here with my husband, Kyle, to discuss the Florida Relays, or part of the Florida Relays, I guess. You know, the great thing about outdoor track and field is that it's outdoor in a very sometimes nice part of the year things are blooming it's sunny it's not too hot there's also tornadoes that's also the bad part about it right thunderstorms hurricanes those things the very nature of the beast that is literally nature yes outdoor track and field is that you have to contend with the elements whether they be good or bad and that's have we had a event be affected this much honestly this is the first time i since i've started doing this podcast right. that this has happened where um the team chose to leave early because the weather was so bad so uh, just for point of reference here i know this is high school this is college different how often did that happen in high school when you were running track and field events so here's a great example for you when i was a freshman in high school it's a I long believe. time ago wasn't it yeah i was trying to think was i an eighth grader or a freshman we made it to state for the four by 800 mm-hmm. and now granted we came in second to last at state but we made it we were chosen to go and it was in tuscaloosa mm. and there's a tornado I just gagged in my mouth yeah there was a tornado and we all had to go inside their coliseum and one of my running partners was in the porta potty at the time <laughs> that the tornado sirens went off and we had to go find her and drag her into the coliseum and Literally, the tornado flew over Tuscaloosa, and I don't say that lightly because right. it truly was a tornado that did touch down right outside of Tuscaloosa. And there has been a tornado that happened. I, to I was going to say I, I would make jokes about no, porta potty Tuscaloosa. Yeah, that's not the truly. Time. It's not, <laughs> not a joke what they've been situation. through. No, um, but we came back after the storm went. You know, we were all down in this bunker. I mean, all the fans, everybody, for a couple hours. Came back outside and, you know, it tracked me to you have tents and everything. All the tents are gone. They flew away. Like everything is just annihilated. And then we had to go run our race Mm. and came in second to last. But what I do remember is we never got lapped. So basically (laughs) what I'm hearing is in high school, y'all make it happen no matter what. (laughs) Well, that was a little different situation too. That was the state championship and... Yeah, it was just different. Yes, obviously it's totally a different. much different circumstance as an in-season meet versus a qualifying event for state champions, or state champions level type of stuff there. So yeah. I, I get that. And the storms were going to pass. Right. From what we could see, it looked like this storm was not going to pass at any yeah, it's, time it's been, soon. It just kind of hung out. It's been tough for the spring sports. It always is to some degree, whether it's baseball, softball, track and field, they always have to contend with these elements, so to speak, but... Like I said, when we started this part of the discussion, this is the first time I think you and I have talked about us having to either have a canceled or a delayed or halved, if you want to call that. Yeah, I mean, really. (laughs) Event? So, I mean, I'm I'm very sad for Auburn. I know they were really excited to Mm -hmm. go, um, but I'm grateful that 
for the athletes that did get to compete. Grateful that we had some really great performances. And, yep. you know, looking ahead, because that's always, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, right? right. A, the team was safe. That's number one in, in everything is that they made it home safely, that nobody was injured. And number two, that there's another meet next weekend that they get to compete in. So it'd be, it would be bad if this was like another like week delay or something. They had a week yeah. off. It would kind of set things, set them back, but it'd make things a little harder to adjust to. Right. That's the great thing about this schedule is that it's laid out nicely where they kind of get in the routine and they at least went through the travel process. So they're part right. of it. Right. And understand. we certainly don't want to make light of the disappointment oh, because we know that this is very disappointing for the athletes. But we also try in both our personal lives and our podcast life to have a positive spin on sometimes a... Speak for yourself. <laughs> on something that we would, you know, overall think is a negative outcome of having to leave the meet early. But truly, we're just grateful that the team was safe. No, I agree. I agree. But let's talk about some of these highlights that we have to talk about. Because even in a halved meet... We got some highlights. We did. We had a lot of athletes compete very well. So um, Joyce Camelli, she made her outdoor track debut for 2022 and placed second in the 1500 meter with a time of four minutes, 15.56 seconds. So obviously Joyce coming out, killing it as usual. Joyce just says, you know what? First uh, event of the year for me in outdoor season. I'm just going to walk out here and take second place. That's fine. It's whatever. Literally. It's what I do. It's what I do. She's, she's the rock star. We come to expect these things from her. So I hate to, it sounds like I'm belittling it, but it's just kind of expected at this point that Joyce Camelli is going to come up there and place in the top three. Yeah. Even, even starting off for a first meet. But also, we don't think that's a negative thing. No, it's not. I think that's a great thing. It's a great thing. We have another athlete. I mean, there were so many that we just, maybe not top three always. Yeah. We expect top 10. Yep. How about that? That's true. And this is the 1500. I wonder if we'll see her in the 3000 later on in the season. Yeah. And and who knows what she had was supposed to oh, that's, compete that's, in. That's true. You know, you just don't know. That's And that's the thing, too, that, you know, I know we've talked about that a lot, but going back on that, think about who we may not have gotten to see in other events, too, that may have gotten a shot at something. That is, yeah. That's a little disappointing. Yeah, it is. Anyway, Ashley Carter placed first in the javelin throw, carrying on the legacy of the Carters. My girl Kylie has gone off to greener pastures, but Ashley's still around. She gets first in the javelin throw with a PR of 53.49 meters. Followed up very closely by Kira McCarroll, who won it last week, correct? Yep. If that's the correct. And placed second. And placed second. So good enough, right? You know, it was like gold. One, good two. Enough. I mean, I you can't ask it. for anything better than that. I will definitely take it. And then if we're just going to talk about throwing highlights, which is always the highlight of every meet, throwing things. You get to love Kyle it. Kyle loves throwing events. I, which I'd, I'd probably be terrible at, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, honestly, Kyle, you would be trash. These, <laughs> these athletes would, would literally throw circles around you. Well, if he threw a discus, yes, because uh-huh. it, uh-huh. it was a bad joke. Uh, Maddie Malone placed third in the women's hammer throw. Another very usual thing that we're, we've gotten used to with Maddie. Yeah. Don't take it for granted, but it is something that we've come accustomed to. Yeah, and we love it. So let's talk about the athletes that did get to compete. We did have quite a few athletes that competed, even though the events were shortened. Honestly, I'm shocked. When I saw the list here, I was like thinking that we wouldn't have much to talk about at all. Well, all of Friday's events happened. Right. And Saturday morning's events happened. Oh, see, I forgot that Saturday mornings actually did happen. Okay. So so it was really just Saturday afternoon and evening that we missed out on. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. 
Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. We had a lot of great athletes to talk about. So we had Aaliyah Francis competing in the women's 200 meter. There were 65 athletes competing in this, which is ridiculous to me. It's not the most we've ever seen, but it's still a large But number. it's just so many. Um, she placed 25th out of those 65 in a time of 23.74 seconds. Mm, in the top half, love to see it. Good job. Yeah, absolutely. Um, women's 400 meter hurdles, we had Tyler Colbert placing 18th out of 43 athletes in 59.24 seconds, which is her fastest of the season. Excellent. Love First to see that. time that she's gone sub 60, yep. which is just an incredible feat. That is something that was my goal in the regular 400, not you, launching myself over hurdles. Just keep in mind, she's jumping while she's running. That's, yeah. I could never, because I'm not a collegiate athlete, I was only in high school, I could never break that 60. It, it just broke my heart that I couldn't go sub 60. That was my biggest goal in life. Ha ha. But my running life. And then, you know, two knee surgeries later and boom, boom. can't do it. Wah, wah. All right. We already talked about it, but we're going to say it again because it's that good. Joyce Camelli, second out of 42 runners in the 1500 meter. Got a time of four minutes, 15.6 seconds. Followed up by Hallie Porterfield, who got 18th out of 42 in the top half again of the field. Her time was four minutes. 29.4 seconds, which is about almost a little over two seconds faster than her previous yep. time two meets ago. Also, the hammer through Maddie Malone, who we talked about, who got third out of 37 competitors, 67.3 meter throw for her. A little shorter than her last one, but still a very solid mark for her. Danny Gregory, 25th out of those 37, 54.73 meters, which is a much bigger throw for her, mm -hmm. about three meters ish there. Mar Hewalt, 27th out of 37, with a throw of 52.44 meters, much bigger one for her as yeah. well here. So this is a very successful women's hammer throw event. Absolutely. Moving on to the women's javelin, like we talked about before, Ashley Carter getting that first place finish out of 17 athletes and also the PR of 53.49 meters. And then Kiara McCarroll placing second in 51.8 meters. And then we had Shania Holly placing 12 in 44.11 meters. You know, it may be interesting parallel to last year where we talked a lot about Kylie was a star. Mm -hmm. at Javelin, but Ashley was always right there with her. Yep. And some and there was one or two times she supplanted her as the best in a particular meet. Yeah. And so now we've seen that Kiara last week had that incredible meet. Yes. 
And then this week, Ashley kind of comes in and says, you know what, I want some of that action too. Yep. And comes on that. So it'll be funny to see if that we have this kind of interchange happening the rest of the outdoor season between the two of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll finish out the women's events for us. We had women's long jump, two competitors, Essence Thomas placing 11 out of 24 competitors with a jump of 5.6 meters and Elise Heddens placing 23rd in 4.97 meters. Then for the women's pole vault, I just love that we have pole vaulters. It still is just, it warms my heart. Um, we have Lexi Lena Weber placing sixth out of 15 with a vault of 3.91 meters, which is significantly yeah. higher. 0.2 um, higher. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And then Rhiannon Held placing 10th with a mark of 3.76 meters, which is also higher for her. About 0.05 um, extra for her on this yeah. event for her. All right, let's talk about the men. We'll talk about the 200-meter run first. Brandon Smiley, 25 out of 55 competitors. Not as much as the ladies in, in terms of number of competitors. But 55. That's still a lot. I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. 21.12 seconds was his time on his 200-meter run. Also, Giovanni Murray, 32nd out of the 55 with a run of 21.27. Both of those were a little bit slower than the last time, but we I'm sure they'll do a little bit better in the next one's coming up. The men's 400-meter hurdles, Caden Seal, 36 out of 38 with a time of 54.9 seconds, which is his fastest time of the year. Our hurdlers, man, they killed it this yes, meet. they did. Maybe they were running from the storms that were coming. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were practicing, like, if some if the storm had been bad, they'd have get to up, jump get, over all get the... off the ground if the lightning hit, all that kind of stuff. Oh, time. I was thinking, like, jumping over all the coolers it's and stuff weird. that got left. That's true. It's weird that I went to that place. Yeah. Uh, I need to leave that alone. Okay. Men's 1500 meter. We had three Auburn competitors. Cooper Atkins placing fourth out of 33 athletes with a time of three minutes, 44.1 seconds. Ryan Kinane placing eighth in three minutes, 45.9 seconds. And Tommy McDonough placing 10th in three minutes, 47.4 seconds. So both Ryan and Tommy significantly improved their time. And this was Cooper's first time competing in the 1500 meter and outdoor. For some reason I had in my mind, Cooper had already run in some distance event already for us, but great. I mean, they all had their fastest time, especially Cooper because it was his first. Well, first for outdoor. Other season outdoors. Okay, yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, for men's discus, we had Ethan Richter placing 17th out of 25 athletes with a throw of 45.68 meters. And David Edmondson placing 19th in 45.33 meters, which is his farthest throw in outdoor. Continuing with the throws, we got the men's hammer throw. And I get to talk about the Kyles, as it should always be. Kyle Brown, 6th out of 20 competitors. 67.06 meters was his throw. We also had Eric Ebel, 8th out of 20. 65.23 meters was his throw. And then Kyle Moisson, ninth out of 20. All our guys in the top half of the competition. 64.38 meters, which was just a little shy of his best mark of the year. And then finally, finishing out the throws, we got the men's javelin, Josh Wallace. 12th out of 14 competitors. 53.18 meters was the mark for him. Moving on to the final two men's events, we had the men's long jump, John Murray placing 26th out of 27 athletes with a jump of 6.37 meters, his farthest jump in outdoor so far. And then men's pole vault, two competitors jumped the exact or vaulted, you'd call it jumped, I'd call it vaulted. I won't argue at this time. The exact same height. So James Corson um, placed ninth out of 16 competitors with a vault of 4.91 meters. And Matthew Asplund placing 10th with the same vault of 
4.91 meters. So it was a significant improvement for Matthew. His previous one was 4.81. So really happy that he could come up to 4.91 meters. Absolutely. So look, look, the great thing is even in a shortened meet, we had some great accomplishments. Absolutely. People that we haven't seen yet this season. Obviously, Joyce Camelli out there, Cooper Atkins out there for the first time. Yeah. It's nice to see the whole team starting to come together as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. Hopefully, no more bad weather for them. Exactly. We really want them to be able to compete fully. So next weekend, or April 8th and 9th, so coming up very quickly, we've got the Joe Walker Invitational in Oxford, Mississippi, which obviously we have been to in the past. So looking forward for this. I was about to say we have been to that, yeah. that one in the past. I mean, not we, not you and I, but right. the team. We don't often go we. to Mississippi. I mean, who really does except for Starkville fans and Anyway, we're really excited for the Joe Walker invite. (laughs) War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.